It's called Let's Keep the Flames of Hope Alive. Never let the fires die. Let's keep the flames of hope alive. And never let the fires die. Take the lie of the light. Hi, this is Steve Fulton. And this is Jeff Fulton. And this is another edition of the Never Let the Fires Die alarm podcast and this week we're doing something we haven't done before um we're gonna do a draft and and for um the people that don't know what a draft is because it's mostly an american concept steve explain what we're going to do to draft an album we're gonna draft an album as jeff and i one at a time are gonna choose from the list of the 50 songs that were recorded for the in the poppy fields bond and we're going to pick from the songs that were never used on an album and we're going to, together, one at a time, pick our dream album of the songs that were not released from in, from the In the Poppy Fields Bond. And um, so the song could not have been picked? Or, um, Here are the rules. For, for the In the Poppy Fields album. Um, or Under Attack. Or Under Attack. And um, unless, in the rare case where the song, when recorded on an album, was vastly, vastly different than the one that's on the Bond. Perfect. Okay. So, we've decided to do this because I think we're, we're going to go and do this for a few other instances as well. I think there are a lot of songs that were on in the Poppy Fields Bond that could have shown up on a record, and they nev- never did, and we like to see some of these songs get their due. So... Jeff's going to start off with track number one of what will probably be a 12-track record with what? Right now it's going to sound like I'm breaking the rules, but I'm picking the original version of Be Still. I, I do not think that breaks the rules. Because it's, when it was recorded, when, when, we, when I first remember saying to Mike Peters, Hey, the song you should have on, on there is Be Still, he said... Thanks for picking the one song I can't redo. I don't didn't know what that meant. But when they did do it, it sounds like he redid it fine. But there's something different about the two songs. There is something different about the two songs. I don't understand what he meant by that. Me either, because he picked because the song went on the next went on went on um, uh, under attack. But um, but the the album the Bond That's version. Interesting. I wonder why he said that to you. I, I don't this is remember. a long time ago. It was a long time ago, and I'm trying to remember if, if it's, it's almost 15 years ago. Um, if it was in a it was done in a higher key or something like that. I, maybe it was. I'll say that that I think Be Still starts off the record in a, an amazing way. So I agree with you. I think Be, Be Still would be the one that I choose as well. Um, yeah, love that song. The original. I love both, but the original version I like better still. So um, let's play a little bit of Be Still. And we can point out how it sounds different from the one on Under, uh, under Attack, okay? Sounds good.
Is that different? And, and totally different. So, I, I forgot how, how much I like that song, so, that version um, of that song. To me, there's there's three major differences. One, the beginning is much longer. The guitar part at the beginning before before the piano and the bass jump mm-hmm. in. Um, I and, love the piano, by the way. I love yeah, the piano well, and the song, pi- So the second thing is the piano. Which sounds really good. Yeah, there. it does, doesn't it? And the third... Is that it sounds like a song that, that, that morphed during Color Sound's time, which started out as this perfection. I remember this. And remember these two. And that's right. I remember these two light. songs rem- sounding. If we can find a little bit of that, this perfection, we'll play it. Yeah. You know sound complete. No, it's not. And I mean, this life is, which is, which yes, is, of course. which is the final version which of that released, song. But this perfection was slightly. It's different. interesting that they, that all these songs are sort of percolated around the same time, right? Being written right. around the same and I remember time. Remember that this perfection to me sounded like "Tear the Curtain" by a band. There was a there's a Christian music band out here. One great song. And it's Tear called the "Tear the Curtain," mm-hmm. and I'll find the name of it um, while we're looking. In a, so that's track one. Be still. Start off strong. Okay, that was mine. What's and so team? here's the thing. So so I I don't believe that an album should should start with a with a fast rock song like that and then go to a slow song. I think you need to have two rock songs at the beginning, or it doesn't go right. So because of that, because you chose "Be Still" first, I will choose as my song for track number two. It's going to be from the Bond number five, and it is going to be the Innocent Party. The Innocent Party, fantastic song. So the Innocent Party to me is a, is a lost great rock song. I think got sort of overshadowed by something like Drunken Disorderly, which which is a song that it has similarities to. It's not the same at all, but it has some similarities. Let's listen to some of it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Yeah.
Wow. That is a Who song. Yeah, how did that get left off everything? I don't know how it got left. It's almost, there, there are a few songs that just got passed by, and this is one of them. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it, uh, uh, it, I don't, honestly, I can't see, um, how it didn't make it even onto one, one of the four albums that have been created, but that's what this, this, this is about. Podcast right. is for, is finding, you know, the stuff that didn't make it. The gems um, in the, in the rough. Yeah, I, there is a, um, you know, I, I explained to that in one of the previous podcasts about demoitis. It, when Mike sent me this, I looked it up. It's a, it's 11 song demo he sent me before any of this stuff was released. And this was the demo of one of these songs was on there and demo of, the, of this song. I've always liked the demo a little bit more, but now I can't. After listening to that, I can't figure out why. Um, I think this is a fine version of the, the the song. It reminds me a little bit of you know something from Who's Next, plus a little bit of Substitute, yeah. and the Innocent Party is another sort of. It feels like another one of Mike's defenses of his choices. His his band choices, or what he did with his bands. There is a line in there that reminds me of the the. I think it was the uh, the tour he was on at the time that with uh, with the mission and uh, Gene, Gene Love Jezebel. So there's that, but. Uh So in that part of the song where Mike only sings about the Innocent Party once in that song, it's where like the chorus, you know, goes up, he sings about the resistance. And I remember, I believe that tour with The Alarm and Gene Loves Jezebel and the mission was called the Resistance Tour. Let's look look that up and see if that's true, but I think that that's what it was called. So uh, we, we just looked, and we can't find any mention of the Resistance Tour online, but there has to be something, so we'll confirm that. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Anyway, Jeff, let's go on to your um, track number three. Okay, let me, let me say that I would like to pick Swan Song from Bond number... You're going to pick Swan Song from Bond number one? Okay. So and the and the reason unfair. I was going to choose that song, but I guess that's what the pick no, is for. That's what the, one of us is taking the draft is for. What we're drafting? No, for. no. But we're I I, I definitely would would have chosen Swan Song is one of my Swan Song is one of my favorite songs from the entire Bond. There's a dr- double drum hit in there that just sounds amazing for some reason. Let's play a little bit of Swan Song, then we can talk talk about it. Sounds good. Goodbye, my friend, and fare well. If we never meet again. I'm glad I had the chance to know you I hope you'll think of me as I think of you We had our chance and we blew it away We never got 
So there you go, Jeff. That's Swan Song. Uh, what I meant by the double drumming was that through the entire song, it seems like there's a double hit in the drum, and it makes the song feel vibrant and lively to me. For being a slow song, it makes it seem fast for some reason, and it has this undercurrent of anger that, as the lyrics go, I really identify with. Well, I feel the undercurrent of anger because it reminds me of moments in time which didn't have the anger in it that, that it needed. You, that it needed for the same for thing. The- but you remember, I remember Mike saying that Either that song was originally named Swan Song, or maybe it's in the um, the the version. There's a there's a version of Moments in Time that's on the Change demos. I believe he sings my Swan Song in there somewhere. Uh, but anyway, great but song. Musically, what ties all of these Bond songs together is more bass piano. There's some great piano in that song too. Yeah. So the first three songs that we have listened to have had a great amount of piano in them and it sounds good and I I kind of wonder um why Mike removed that. I mean I know he, he was going for more of a punk rock thing when 45 rpm got popular and you know and then went on the record it was going to be different rocky but it sort of feels like after listening to the new album that back. some of that some of that piano actually sounds great. It flushes out the song more. Yeah. So, okay, so Swan Song. That's your number three. That's the number, number three. three track. And I get to pick one now, and I'm going to pick what I think is the most criminally underrepresented song ever from the Bond, and its name is The Normal Rules Do Not Apply. Oh, my God, is it criminally underused, un- un- underappreciated. It is criminally underappreciated, I believe. Now, this is another song where there, where Mike had a demo from his 11-track demo. The demo has, I think what he said was um, he taped down a key on the keyboard. So under there's underneath the entire song, there is a single note being played on a on a on a synthesizer, which is really interesting, and, and we'll probably have to play a little bit of that to show the d- difference between the two. So you notice now, I've now chosen two songs that I have demoitis for, and uh, but I'm choosing the ones from the Bond instead of the demoitis versions. I think that the normal rules do not apply. Uh, it, I, I don't understand why it was why it was never put on the records. It may be because Mike said, I believe he said. They either they recorded the first version of that demo that I'm talking about on on nine eleven two thousand one, and maybe it's just hits a little too close to home about the new world. I, I I'm not really sure, but let's play some of the normal rules and If I could make you Do you think you could face it Lay your x-ray eyes on me Let the white light shine Let the white light shine The normal 
So before we talk about that, I want to let's just play a little bit of the demo version. Yes. Just right here, so you can hear. I want to play a little bit of the difference. You can hear that 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 keyboard stays the whole time. I remember Mike saying to me before I ever heard this song, I remember he, we, we talked somehow either on the phone or via email or something. He's like, Steve, Steve, I think I've written another Blaze of Glory. And that was this song. Now, I don't think it's necessarily another Blaze of Glory. I actually think it's a better song. What do you think? Well, I think it's another moving, moving towards the Who uh, sound where... It's got a. I, I do hear that that note pinned down, but maybe it's it uh, only, not exactly. No, the I think same it's it's, it's lowered down in the mix. Um, um, with the as far as the Who go, I think it's I hear a little bit of behind blue eyes, maybe in that and song. It, well, then it hits the the ending, the, the which part is number four, the fourth part of the song, the fourth quarter of the right. song, and um, and it it basically moves into like Grantly Who mode. I like to call yes. it in some cases. Yeah. Um, so why do you think that one was left off? I mean, it, it it's you know. Four albums. It could have appeared on four records since the Bond came out, and it never appeared on any of them. Well, I remember one thing. I'll remember is this: is that we, uh, when uh, Mike came here to play a sh- the strength show, you requested him to play this song, and he had to look up the lyrics, and he had forgotten all oh, about it. Oh, that's right. So I think he actually almost because it was around nine eleven, he wrote it about that. And now you write about it because it was the same day that that it's, he said he was recording at that day. So I didn't think you wrote it about that. The, the, what this song is about is a mystery, I think, still. But if you remember from the last, from the the song, the Swan Song, an Innocent Party, you know, both those songs to me sound like breakup songs yeah, from bands. Like, hey guys, um, leave me alone. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to be the alarm. Now. This this may have something to do with that too. You know, it's certainly there's there's anger in this song as well, or you know, or or, or at least an unhappiness. But anyway, okay, so so that's the normal rules do not apply. So um, my next selection, which is, we're on song number five, right? Song number five. Song yeah. number five is Festival of Light from Bond number five. Number five. Now, that actually was one of the original songs as well on those 11 the original demos, demos. There was After Rise and maybe Between Color Sound in this. I'm trying to remember the exact time frame. Those years kind of meshed together with Billy Duffy, right. but he was playing Festival of Light and um, Kaleidoscope. And Kaleidoscope. In solo shows, in solo like shows, a beatbox. With a beatbox, and it was the first version of Mike Peters and the beatbox, him, him being able to record um, his guitar parts and play them and play with pre-recorded yeah. drums and, and you things know like what, that. You know what? And I, what I really like about and when those shows were playing, it seemed like Mike had really hit on something new and, new and interesting and different. And different. And I think he really hasn't even explored any of this stuff until his new records now. Like, that's, he's kind of getting back to a little bit of this. He did a lot of it, you know, when he did Declaration of Strength again. But that's he was true. doing Declaration of Strength again. He wasn't doing original songs, although the sound of many of those tunes were new tunes. Yeah, well, we'll be doing a pick from those two records as well. We'll do a draft. but A draft between the two, right. But, um, but for now, let's play some of Festival of Life. Oh, uh-huh. 
Okay, so Festival of Light, and the reason I chose that is every album needs to take it down somewhere that people aren't expecting. And to me, Festival of Light contains, one, an incredible melody in both the verses and the chorus, but it's so different from anything else that we were expecting from Mike Peters at the time and even now. Here's the thing. I was just listening to this today on Rise Deluxe Edition. Mike released Rise Deluxe Edition in like 2009 or 2010. It had a a different mix of songs for the Rise album on the first disc, and he included Kaleidoscope and Festival of Light on there, but they're not the versions from the Bond. They're they're the versions I believe that I heard as dem- demos from the original Eleven Song Disc for in the pop- Poppy Fields. So I think my feeling is that Festival of Light from that record and this one together, there's there's slight differences, but I think it's very interesting. We should play a little bit of the Festival of Light from from that um, that Rise that Let's version Rise Deluxe as well. Right then, that's a good idea. So my opinion does not change. It's a fantastic no. song. And also, um, you know, just thinking about it, we, we luckily we have a, a, a podcast. Are not there's no limit on the number of podcasts we can do. I think we need to, um, to explore a little bit of this rise deluxe. I I, I think rise. Podcast. I think rise the rise demos and the rise deluxe edition All need to be explored. Both of those records need to be explored as to and the and the released version as well and figure out like, two different released versions. I by would the way, too. I would draft. I would do a draft of all the Rise stuff. Uh, so, by the way, you can do it feel free too. You can do it with, with anything, breathe, anything because with breathe, all the demos and the with the demos and the and the and the and Ab- the Abbey Road sessions and all that the stuff. Two singles but, that came. But we started that. here. We started here, and this is what we're doing. So I just chose Festival of Light, and that was song number five. Song number five, and just I have to go look. I have no idea what my song would be. Oh, 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 oh! This is easy. This is easy. One of the songs that I thought was missed and the beginning of something really cool that a few other songs sort of sound like, including a song like This This Is The Way We Are from Under Attack, but it is in the beauty of my surroundings. Oh, yeah. Great song. Such a good song. Such a good song. I, I, can, I think it needed to maybe be recorded again. Give it some of the power of, say, The Innocent Party or Drunk and Disorderly, but I think itself is still a great song. Let's play a good chunk of In the Beauty of My Surroundings. Sounds good to me.
Okay, so what songs does that remind you of? So, um, it definitely reminds me of um, Spirit of 76. Reminds me of a little bit of One Step Closer to Home. It is, it sounds a lot like an alarm song. Yeah, in absolute reality, it sounds very true. It sounds with, like an alarm song. It sounds like a something that would happen in the Declaration Strength sort of era. And with the ba da 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 da, it's got this sort of sixty sensibility that could have come straight out of seventeen too. Yep. I agree, and it sort of sounds a little bit like it could have been played alongside the stuff on Edward Henry Street. Edward Henry Street. On that note, that's track number six for this side. I guess for side A, right? I guess that's side A. Yes. So now let's go to side B, which which sort of says that we could start something brand new. And I think it's only fair that I get to start off side B. You go ahead. You got to start off start side off A. Side B. What would you like to? How well, we start off side B. Speak of the devil. I would like to start off side B. The second set of tracks with something from Edward Henry Street. I would start it off with the combination of 1959, The Crescent, Edward Henry Street, and The Sea as one song. single track. It's like eight minutes idea. long. Yeah. Like, almost, like a, almost like a song off of uh, Green Day's record, right. where you get multiple songs at once. Except these are better songs in my opinion. I mean, I love the Green Day record, don't get me wrong, but, but um, Put all I love American together and, and, um, and, they, and then maybe open and close them with part of the same song, and you got another, a really awesome 10-minute oh, yeah. track to flesh out a 12-song record. So I would start off with that, because this, this side of this, this album, you know, maybe this is the storytelling side. I have no idea. Interesting to me, so so I I want to I want to start there. So let's play a little bit of each one of those tracks and show how they kind of meld into one another. All right, so that was the first one. That's 1959. Very short. I adore the trumpet in that song. It um, sounds awesome. Yeah, it's basically a um, the lead of a lead guitar played on the trumpet, and it is the great beginning of what's going to... This is basically... This entire section of Mike Peters' career is like, I can write songs as good as the who and here they are and here they are I, and basically this one this where is you go through well all this is like a rock opera to begin with yeah. and, and it actually based on this um this soundtrack mike did for a tv show called fun in the sun so a lot of these songs are actually written there and i think fun in the sun was a bonus track on this record at the end of this end of this um, record like a stuck it was like like it, you waited like like a long time, and then the fun in the sun oh. um, de- demos came on. But but it was written for that. But then but then sort of expanded to be Edward Henry Street. And I love 1959. 1959 is not on. I don't think it's on there because Mike expanded that to to do it. But now uh, let's play a little bit of the second track, the Crescent. The Crescent. I had to lose myself to find myself again. I had to lose. To find myself again Come on And I sell the tea 
Okay, so listen to that one. That one's different. Now you've got you've got you've got some little drumming that sounds like Magic Bus. In fact, yeah, it is a lot magic. of that song sounds like that Magic block, Bus. Hitting the block is Magic Bus. Uh, it's great. So there you go. The again, again, it's like a little bit of the Who here, and a and a little bit you know feels has a feeling kind of maybe a little bit of Tommy with the overture. It's well, we think Tommy, but I'm thinking more um, Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia. I don't know why. I think more Quadrophenia or Tommy. I like I think to me Quadrophenia is what this sounds like to me. It, it, this has a very mod feel this whole thing does right so there is there is that so uh now listen to edward henry Bond first came out, I thought Edward Henry Street was better than 45 RPM. I actually liked it as a better song. I actually liked it. This was my, well, I love Bond number one. I love songs off of all the other Bonds, but this was my absolute favorite Me too. Bond record. No, don't remember, I love 45 RPM. I just thought, like, if you had to put two those two up there, number one or number two, I would have put Edward Henry Street number one and 45 RPM too. Um, me too. Me too. I totally agree. Um, there's something about this song. Now, let's play the, the, the C. Is like 42 seconds of like musical bliss for me, um, and it's perfect to end the song. This 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 song, if it, these four tracks that you call it song, unless you wanted to add a little like a faded out version of um, the uh, of 1959 at the end with the the trumpet playing. In I get it, it. like out. fade in to me to kind of yeah, bookend. That's bookend. what I do. I would probably bookend this with a little bit more of 1959, like a reprise. Yeah. 1959 reprise. Let's get Mike to do that. Let's have him do this again with the 1959 re- re- reprise and sort of bookend it as like this sort of spectacular, like epic song. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna make that sound or anything <laughs> like that, Steve. But I might already have that song. In my you might have already built that. I might have already. You might have already that edited song. that song. Yeah. The alarm super fans here edit songs that hardly anyone has ever heard into songs that no, no one has one's ever heard. heard. Right, exactly. And I have, I actually have that edit. I, you do. We can't play it anywhere. No, right but that's now, cool. But I like that. I do have it. And I, I, will, I agree with you. That that little reprise would sound good. I might. I could be convinced to add another track in there. Well, let's go on to the next song. Are you going to yeah. add another track yes, from so Edward Henry Street I'm in not, here later? Not to give too much away. One of us could pick it, but there will definitely be at least one more song from All Edward right, Henry so, Street. So what is your song? Oh, um, Resurrection. Resurrection, right. This always struck me as sort of a Rolling Stones-esque song. And um, this is off of Resurrection is off the same old tra- trafficking be still that's number that's number three this is number three right and drunk and disorderly so the reason Resurrection gets a little missed is because most of the songs that came on in the poppy fields came off of yeah Bond number three it's true. a lot of them and Resurrection is like well we can't pick Resurrection right because it's already been picked. And, uh, um, and so um, let's play some of Resurrection right now All right. I hang out with that rock star Sarah Bell With all the unseen I've been online Down 
I forgot about that song. I was completely... Okay, tell you the one reason I remember this song and forever remember it is the tongue roll of Resurrection. <laughs> that sounds so good. I think um, hopefully we'll get we'll play it. Yeah, play we'll, that part, we'll right? edit that part. We'll edit that part in. Um, um, but, um, I, I think that has a little bit little bit of Soul Me Down the River in it. Not, not, I mean, like, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. That, that era, but it's, I love Tony Visconti's production of that record, by the way. I think I'd like to hear Tony Visconti produce like, that song. If he produced the song, it would be different. Yeah, right? you know, I remember something interesting. I was thinking how, how it com- connected that to the Rolling Stones. I remember calling up Caro Q, yep. and but we're, we're waiting. It's 1989. We're desperately waiting to hear hear the new single. Um, alarm single. And I remember the girl on the phone said, "Oh, it's really cool. It sounds like the Rolling Stones." Stones. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And, that, but, and then <laughs> Soul Down a River, which does have a tearing apart between multiple alarm fans. Something that they don't like that song. It's almost the same as the single um, from uh, like Rain, Rain of the Rain Summertime, yeah. where I think actually I think it's a great song. There's, um, but it actually was the top of the charts most played on rock radio right on rock radio um, and number two hit number two so i mean yeah, but anyway what about resurrection i mean it's it i just love it as an altogether put together song um it's got cowbell in it it's just a rock song it could be it's cowbell just, it's just kind of rocks to me it rocks and it, it um it fits on a record like at this record, spot on a record it kind of fits it fits on a record in a place where you know we just played a, a 10 minute Overture to mod, right? And then suddenly, resurrection comes on, and Which, it puts you back into the sixty. It puts back into the sixty. It does have of, a sixty um, sound to it, yeah. Uh, um, Rolling Stone sound to it. So I'll tell you what my next track is. It's actually on Bond number three as well, and it is called "When Everything Was Perfect." Now it's owned by corporations and sold to sell computers. I've stared into the eyes of Johnny Rotten, stuck the safety pins inside my soul. I remember once we had a Yeah, you know what? After listening to that, it 
It does remind me a lot of moments in time. I, I, I think it's better. It's not the same tune. It's more of, it's Mike Peters, you know, the elect, when he says, the ele- talks about the electric circus and buying rock records under the counter, all those things like that. It's completely an ode to being in the alarm. You know, yeah, the, in the yeah. Middle. It seems like this, this side of the record is sort of, Sort of shaping up history, that way. Mike Peters. Um, yeah, um, I don't think we planned personal that. History I did. Is. I did once think about the. I thought about Mike collecting the songs together on a record from the Bond that would sort of tell the story of the alarm. Because I think it's all there. It's I think all it's there. all in this in this record. But but we can't do that for our pick, pick em because because a lot of the songs were taken from different for different Places. records and stuff. But you told me something interesting, Jeff, about the guitar on that song. Yeah, I remember talking to Mike Peters. He had dropped over to my house to drop something off. I forget. He, you weren't around, and he had to drop something off. And this was basically during this time. Right. And and I had we had heard Bond the, the Bond, and I said, you know, one of my favorite songs was this one, and and uh, the next song we're going to pick. And I said, you know, did when you were creating these demos, did you do them yourself, or who who did the guitar lead? Because there's a great guitar lead on there. He said, Jeff, you'd be surprised who played guitar lead <laughs> on this song. And I think he meant was no people were kept on under um, underappreciating his ability to play lead guitar, right? And that's right. what he's doing now a lot more. It's interesting. And, um, yeah, that's yeah a I think good he was time. trying to say that he actually played lead guitar on these on these tunes, right? Um, and uh, some of them are later on replaced by someone else. But if you, if he did all these himself, you could tell this is an incredible guitar lead on this one played by Mike Peters. Well, that's that's great. I I, I always remember that song, and I always thought. You know, it's like sort of a cousin to Swan Song that we put on side right. A. So, but I think the next song that you think you hinted to me what we're going to choose, what is it? See, the next song, song. The next song is Safe Houses. Oh, from Bond number five. From number five. Yes, one of my favorite, well, favorite all time Mike Peter songs. All right, let's play that. Are you ready to believe in me? I never stop believing in you. Rock and roll is a love to me sounds like a song that could actually be on the new record re-recorded because it does go left or right I know you think it it's going to go right and it, and it goes left and the reason being it's another one of those songs from this that's saying especially the three against one and and they got the goodwill and, yes I know um, this is basically another one Mike Peter saying you know why is history I'm, I'm writing history as the winner, not the loser. Right, I'm gonna write, right. I'm going to write the history that actually and happened. You guys went and stayed in your safe houses. Oh, it's, it's, I remember this. This was a little shocking to me. This I went and heard from yeah, this record. This basically but. is: you guys went to your safe houses. I'm out here singing over drunken roads and broken streets. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's right. So um, I'm going to I'm going to follow this up with with a song that I think isn't isn't the. I think it could be. I think there could be a new version recorded of it. But I think along this track, this song has been sort of forgotten. And I think it fits the theme of this record. I'd like to hear one with a little bit more powerful recording, but it's called Contenders. Contenders. 
Okay, so true. A little bit, a little bit, bit like of the chorus sounds like here. Here, here, here was by David Bowie. Yeah, right. A little bit, a little bit, or a little but, more punch to the song. Yeah, I think, I think you know. Yes, there's a little bit there, you know. But um, I think again, it's it's sort of you know, if, if you think about about the, this side of the record being Mike thinking about his past, then Resurrection being the song about the him restarting the band, that him going and starting to think about. You know how it was formed when everything was perfect and safe houses. I mean, there's 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 a lot there. This this yeah. Our I guess our side of this this record really has turned out to be the uh, his the history of the alarm of Mike Peters basically. Right. And I do love the con- contender, even as it is. It's a perfect se- getting to the end of a record second side song where you're you're thinking, oh, they're just going to phone it in, and then suddenly you hear another great song. We're not going to phone in any songs on this record. Exactly. Okay, so Jeff, you're, you're, this is track number 12. Now we're at 12, and it seems to me that we, I think we said we're going to pick 12, but I think we need 13. I think we're going to have to go for 13, too, because what's your song 12? Well, my song 12 is um, Mercenary Skank. Oh, yeah, so that's kind of like a reprise of, of, um, of Edward Henry Street. Would you maybe, maybe edit in a little bit of other Edward Henry Street song around it so that you get, you yes. get that feeling? So, so when Jeff likes to edit songs and make his own anyway. Would you um, maybe Up Downtown, those two together? Yes, Up Downtown and Edward Henry Street she, kind of merge together. Merge together to make a, yeah, to make one song. I think that would be good. So boys and skinhead girls Waiters dancing on the riding floor Purple high stakes, these blues and tall You and the mercenary skank once more song about the um, the skinhead girls and the um, but anyway it's fantastic it's basically especially his him going to see um, ska and punk rock shows in, in yeah it's the, great in the in the mid 70s and it sounds good and it's also both of those songs are, are about him meeting the other guys from his other bands that he played in yes. so those are cool too I really like that as you know as this sort of this side is not a linear timeline no. of events it's like a it's sort of a jumbled set of memories it's a um it's a uh a photo album with the photos are out of order. Yeah, the photos out of order, and it's your job as the listener to put them back together. And having said that, I think we need to end the record with one of my favorite songs from the Bond. Again, that's obviously one of my favorite ones because well, we're thinking there's 13 favorite songs that it's, weren't on anywhere from it's the Bond. Called, so. It's called Terms and Conditions. And um, I, I have to say, um, there's just something about this song that I love.
things about being all alone in the in this crowded room of drunken fools. Um, Again, it's like Ground Zero. I just love those tracks where he's actually it, telling his pure emotion about what he's actually feeling because we don't get that that often. Right. It's, it, it, this I, is like his life. Like I'm up here on stage in this crowded room and no one's listening to me, but I'm playing my heart out on this guitar. Right. And that's what I think. Like like why I like this to end the record because it's like this is this would be like the big, the return of of him trying to go for the big time. And to do that, he had to go through all these emotions and things before he can get there. Um, and that's what I love about, about that being the last track on the record. And, um, yeah, and this is a fantastic 13-song record. I might have this as the playlist all merged together somewhere <laughs> with the songs merged the way I want. Um, that's cool. No one can have it but me. Except um, for, uh, but, um, but you can make it yourself if you wanted to and you have the right tools. I'd like to say one other thing. The song that I thought this perfection was like um, was by a band called The Holidays. Called it's Tear, called the, Curtain, Tear the Curtain. You can go listen to it on YouTube. Cool. So, so, so anyway, great 13-track pick'em. I really enjoy doing that. Um, I can't wait to do the next one. Yeah. I think the next one I'd like to do maybe 10 tracks from the, the new Declaration of Strength records from, from both the, from, well, there's, from, there's, there's four, four records. records. There's four from those records. four records, pick, pick like the, the, like, like a 10, 10 song album. Ones that are so slightly different. Yes, than, more absolutely. Different than the slightly other ones different. That were released, right? Cool. Well, that was great, Jeff. So that's, that's, uh, the Never Let the Fires Die podcast. We'll be back again soon with another one. Thanks for now. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. And it feels like of um, of you know his his um, the the I think it was the uh, the with up and uh, oh yeah um, so um, but uh, but there's that. Yeah.